thing is, will that actually work? That's that's going to be the thing. Will it actually work? Teams are developing, developing. Some teams are going to have to slow up developing because of their current position right now in the championship standings. But right here we have some updates. And remember I say updates because they're only upgrades if they yield positive results, which really is points. So we're going to go over <clears throat> some of these images that you see right, right here, right now, actually going across the screen. And uh, from there, we're also going to go into the actual IPLs, pretty much looking at the layout of majority of the updates that are happening and the upgrades that are happening to the different teams. So let's go ahead and go over the upgrades for the team first. We could go over the power unit and restricted uh, number of components, but that pretty much hasn't changed. Perez still about to be in trouble from Red Bull. Charles about to be in trouble from Ferrari. Nothing majorly has changed there. When it does, we'll bring those up as well. So there's really no reason to go into those. Let's go ahead and go into this right here. Finished out the quali. Uh, this is only going to affect the grid placement for Sunday, not for tomorrow. The sprint shootout, which we will be here live for that tomorrow. Me and the Wolfpack fam just finished our Wolves Den. Very good points in there. People with very good questions, family members, you know, communing and sharing ideas and information that you probably will only get inside of the Wolves Den. We have somebody in there that definitely has a has a touch for delivering Mercedes news. Uh, big shout out to Mary Beanie. Box office ham, what's up? So we're gonna we're gonna see what's happening in here right now. What you see is the qualification results for the qualifying. Max Verstappen still out in front. Lewis Hamilton has something to say about that. I'm pretty sure a lot of other teams will. Charles and Sainz doing what they did in FP1 again and qualifying, which kind of speaks a positive thing for Ferrari. I know maybe it's not the, the biggest news. Maybe people aren't too confident that, that they're going to do something with that, that maybe Ferrari fumble it up. And you're not wrong for thinking that because Ferrari has indeed done that before and they quite possibly could do that again. But as of right now, I'm going to take a little bit of positive news seeing that they duplicated what they did in free practice and then came back and qualifying a separate event pretty much and did it again. All right. Placing two and three. Now, Yes, definitely box office. Yeah, qualifying was was deep. There was a moment in there. Definitely some good things. I talked to the humidity kept ticking up. And then what do you know? We got rain. So I told you all that and it did happen. Now it's now how the rest of the week goes. We'll see what happens with that. But some of the other important things are a team that brought a lot of updates this go round. Last go round, it was Williams. Uh, by way of Albon, which took Williams into points, not just at the 10th spot collecting one point. He took Williams into seven, got them more than one point. Now, Logan has the updates on the other Williams car. And as you see here, Logan went out in Q1. He did not make it into Q2. He went out of Q1. Albon managed to grab enough pace and finish out all three sectors of qualifying. Again, showing the progress that Alex Albon is showing us. And I am excited about that. All right. Now I need Logan 
the most recent American driver on the grid to pick it up. He's not my rookie for the year. It's Will's rookie. My rookie is Pia Pia. He made it into Q2, did not make it into Q3, but Lando did, which is the other team that has the most updates this go-round. So Lando, fourth spot there. Now it's about can Lando take that fourth spot, hold on to it, grab some points for McLaren. Can Pia go ahead and actually jump a few spots, possibly grab that last point for McLaren, taking both cars into points? I think that would be a very successful race or event for McLaren, given what they've been through thus far. Aston Martin and Stroll attached together right there. Can Stroll manage to still do that? Stroll is consistently inconsistent. I don't trust him yet. I think Lawrence needs to really set some time to have a conversation with Lance. And while he has that conversation with Lance, I think that he should consider his responsibilities to Aston Martin as a team, a whole, a group, an organization, not just him and his father and son relationship, wanting his son to be a Formula One driver, if indeed he's really not ready. Good morning, Mary Beanie. I know it's morning your time. You're always ready, always on point. That's something that Lawrence is going to need to do, okay? Because as of right now, if he can't consistently help Aston Martin into points, I don't understand why you're so afraid when you have Felipe Drogovic, a F2 champion of last season, in your wings. You're not, at this point in time, I hate to say you're not losing anything because that's not true. It's not, it's not accurate for me to say that. But what I can say and feel a little bit more comfortable with saying it is the way Lance is performing, you're not losing much by giving Felipe that opportunity. Lance is out of points. You're not getting points for 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th. Even if you throw Felipe out there and he manages to pull in at 11, you really, hasn't, you really haven't lost much. But what if you throw Felipe out there in the two races, he can manage to stay in top 10 and assist with Alonso, Aston Martin grabbing points. That's worth the opportunity and the chance. So either Lance is going to have to get it together or Lawrence is going to have to have that conversation. But like I said, let's get ready and go into some updates. McLaren bringing the most, but we're going to start off with AlphaTauri real quick. I won't make it long. I know how I know how things can get there. So AlphaTauri going in right here. What we have blue diva. What's up? Uh, what we hear? <laughs> Mary always going to know. Mary always going to know. What we have here, Alvatari, rear wing, local load is the performance element right there. Wing element roll over into the end plate. Body has been changed. The beam wing section, local load as well. Wing element have been revised in cord and camber. And then the cooling louvers, cooling range, cover louver panels. The new design has an increased in exit area. Okay. So right there, Ferrari. Now I'm going to tell you this, although we're going to go over several teams that have made and had updates, we're going to really focus on two teams that have probably the most updates or maybe being looked at is the most critical of having updates and seeing what they can do and convert with those. All right. So that's what we're going to do. So the next thing we got right here coming up is we have Ferrari. Okay. One of our other focus teams. So Ferrari right here. 
uh, front wing performance reasons, flow conditioning, redesign of all front wing elements, main plane flap, and the end plane. And we're going to take a look at those pictures. We're going to take a lot of look. We're going to take a look at a lot of pictures in regards to Ferrari and McLaren. Kind of look through those, see the differences before and after. Then the floor body. Okay, flow conditioning is the performance reason. Revision of front floor fence floor edge, mid-floor, and diffuser sidewall, side pod undercut redesign to suit. Next team up is going to be Haas, the most un-American American team on the grid, the team who can go through sponsorship like no other, and they have just about one note at the nose. Reliability is the reason. Uh, new chassis, P-TOT installation of combines a lower aerodynamic disturbance and improved functionality in the operation and data analysts. So really, P-TOT there hoping to collect a bit more information in regards to what is going on and around the car. Hoping to take that information and then hopefully have a progressive course of action through that. Then we also have next up is McLaren. Now, this is our other focus team that we're going to focus on as far as looking at photos when it comes to those teams. I do have those photos. We're going to look at those shortly just after this. We will be live tomorrow for the sprint shootout. Uh, it's going to be a late night for me. I still have to get out of here and make cupcakes. The only reason I'm here now is because the first batch got burned. But she's learning. She's new to it. And we're going to make another batch. We're going to get it done. All right. I'm going to show her how to make some of her own icing. So said, so let me spend a little bit more time, come up with some updates, and then we'll go and do that. So McLaren, side pod inlet, flow conditioning, new side pod inlet shape, halo, flow conditioning, new halo fairing and furniture, the floor body, local load for the performance reason, fully revised floor. All right. A fully revised floor. Remember, we have talked about this. The floor is the most probably important thing in the ground effects era. Side pods probably would fall second, maybe, maybe, but it does matter. All right. Uh, Coke engine cover, flow conditioning, reshape side pod and engine cover, cooling louvers, flow conditioning, update louver geometry. Next team up is Red Bull Racing. All right. Red Bull Racing, not much here, but definitely could be something to just consistently trying to add on to what they have. Now, remember remarks made by Lewis Hamilton and others in regards to Red Bull being so far in and ahead in the championship points, but not that just in development, that the FIA may have failed in setting a good precedence on penalizing them for cheating 1.8 million pounds, roughly 2 million something dollars in U.S. standard. And now they have the opportunity to consistently roll that wave in which they falsely should not falsely have and they should not have. But as far as their update, rear suspension, local load, surface revised on the rear lower wishbone fairing have been subtly changed. So not much, but a little, and sometimes a little is a lot when you already have a very well-functioning platform. Williams Racing, uh, the team Albon, everybody, I, I'm not gonna say everybody, I'm not gonna speak for you. A lot of people, including myself, excited about what's going on at Williams hoping that this continues to improve floor fence local load one of the new floor carcass that was introduced on Alex's car in Canada we have updated the outermost fence the upper trailing edge is further inboard and leading edge fillet is larger front corner performance load is the reason the front brake duct vein is reprofiled around the tire edge the position of the lower section is also adjusted so with that that is it right there and now it is time for some car porn all right it's time to look at some nice little pictures look at some pictures see some of these differences so let's take a look at that right now go into that so here we go right here uh we change this over now before 
in regards to Ferrari, this is the four image of the front wing end plate. Uh, take a look at this upper section right here with the first upper yellow arrow, then the lower yellow arrow. We will go into the next uh, photograph and we will take a look at that. And there you go right there. That little element changed right there. Uh, you see they added that little bit right there and they didn't just 3D print that. That looks like a tweed. That looks like a pattern that's carbon fiber, all right? So they didn't just 3D print that. We did see that with Haas last time. Haas 3D printed some images. Other teams have done it, but a little bit more commitment when you go ahead and make that out of carbon fiber and throw that on there. Also, the trailing edge of that front wing end plate having that little bit right there, you could tell that's not there here. Uh, but you do see it there. So little subtle changes. We saw Haas play a lot with this. I want to say last season, they played a lot with their front wing end plate, came into this season also doing the same thing, focusing in on that area. And, and rightfully so. You know, the front wing is the first thing air is going to meet. So why not try to control that air, condition that airflow before it goes back to the other components within the body? All of that matters. How you hit the ground and how you start running definitely does matter on how you finish. So it has some effect on that. Not always how you start is how you finish, but that does have an effect. Uh, also right here, um, the front wing end plate, as far as that element out here, we saw Haas again, a Ferrari customer play with this a lot. Also look at the leading edge of the front wing end plate and then take a look at what you're going to see now, uh, differently profiled there, a little bit more acute, a little bit more of a steep angle there compared to what they have now rounded that out. Definitely look cut down a little bit on that element out here. The gurney is what I would call it or a winglet. You can call it that. And also right there uh, near the Austrian, the I, the E in part, you'll see where that element comes out a bit more protruding versus in this photo. It's blunt cut right here just above the B at before. And that's changed up at Ferrari. Uh, let's go ahead and check out some other Ferrari photos this way. Then we'll get to McLaren. Uh, then right here, you'll see that the nose, a real small, subtle change here, but definitely a change before you can see where this carbon is, see where the red flows in. Look at the shape at the leading edge of uh, front nose right here, the main plane. Then you come back here, a little bit more area, definitely change that up there. So it's little small changes right there. Nothing extremely big. I was really trying to look and see if maybe they did something with the joint right there but nothing much right there but yeah small changes do matter uh then right here we go into mclaren mclaren with the inlet all right take a look at that inlet and then look at how it looked before more around it a little bit broader edge right here uh now is this is what you have see this is pretty this and this is what i have to say about mclaren's inlet a little bit red bull s right there the way they have that shelf coming out a bit further to reach and start profiling that air compared to what they had almost pretty much top bottom met at the same time. But this is kind of Red Bull S, but there's something they did do. They kind of got away from Red Bull and they changed it up and you'll see it here. We're looking more into Alpine Aston Martin area. This shoulder right here, you'll see it on this picture right here. This is, um, this is again, still, this is before. You see this shoulder right here, and you'll see this gully or this downwash section of the side pod. Bit more shallow, all right? Bit more shallow, kind of where Mercedes is now. But McLaren have now went all in. Really not like 
it's still it's still a derivative of Ferrari. Alpine got it. Aston Martin took it and ran with it. And now McLaren are going in that same direction. But this is different. It's real, really narrow, uh, deep, really narrow, especially in the center section. And that shoulder, if you pay attention to this picture, a little bit more broad on the shoulder. But here, that shoulder's a bit more narrow. Of course, the graphics come further up. But yeah, they're deep on that gully. And it does seem like maybe... We're going to have to wait until race day to see if this is going to be something that we're going to say, yeah, this is uh, definitely an upgrade. But at McLaren are doing making some changes. They're definitely making some changes. Hopefully these changes lead to upgrades and do all of that good stuff. Here, right here, you're going to see, um, the, again, this is where pretty much we'll get into the area where I'm going to show you it looked a little bit more Red Bull S. And they changed it. And that's it right here. If you see this before picture, this is Red Bull S. All right. Aston Martin had that similar wrinkle in their side pod when we started calling them the Green Bull. McLaren also had this. So they've gotten away from it in that aspect, but they've added to it in the front inlet of the side pod aspect. So here you go. Smooth that wrinkle out. Got it out of there. That undercut is also different. You see that? Not so much of one. Now a bit more of one. Now we were questioning if Aston Martin did the right thing with theirs as it seemed a little bit more blunt, draggy on the way it was kind of developed. Not so smooth as to kind of have that air wrap around. But here we'll see what happens with McLaren and see what kind of direction that takes them in. And that's pretty much it. All right. That's pretty much it. That's what we're looking at. Go through these updates again. Your alpha, you know, a lot of things are going on right here. And AlphaTauri, Ferrari, um, Haas, McLaren, like that. They're just saying there's a lot going on right there. Red Bull, not so much. So tomorrow, I don't know what you're, what you're expecting, but what I am expecting is I, what I would like to see is I would like to see Mercedes get some points, but then that contradicts what I would like to see in a sprint race. So in staying true to what I would like to see in a sprint race, so I would like for Formula One to change the, the flow of the sprint race, to change how they operate the sprint race, because I do think there is, there are, there's more to be had if you have the lower teams, lower drivers participating in the sprint. I think it will breed a better sense of competition. I think you'll have drivers and teams a bit more hungry to go after those points that they know they won't have an opportunity to get in the GP. And I think it would be better for spectators because the challenge and the competitiveness is better. So, like I said, if you start with trying to make good, solid, quality competition, entertainment would come. And then with entertainment, spectators will follow. But Formula One seemed to kind of have this ass backwards, I'll say. So I would like to see lower teams get some points, but that's not going to happen. So we kind of got to we kind of got to keep it realistic with what what we're hoping to see at the sprint. And based on qualifying, if if we're going to see it, I would like to see if Hamilton can go ahead in the sprint shootout, maybe nail that top three. But it, if Ferrari stays consistent like they have from FP and the quality, they're probably going to wind up in that top three section. And Ferrari's probably going to try to double up this weekend. We already know Red Bull will via Max Verstappen. Can Hamilton get in there? That would be great. I think only the top eight positions are going to get points. So 
if you realize when we were watching qualifying, the last 10 cars didn't change positions after they kind of got there. It kind of was what you see. It was exactly what you see now, probably the last five minutes of qualifying. If that's the case, then maybe that's what we're going to see tomorrow. Maybe minus if an incident happens and I hope an incident doesn't. So if a failure happens, a mistake happens, somebody goes off track, maybe somebody causes a penalty, has to give a position up. It just depends on what's going to happen tomorrow. But it wasn't very exciting toward the end of Q3. It just kind of got stagnant. So we'll see what happens. So sprint shootout will be here. Sprint race. I'm going to watch that to myself and then get with the Wolfpack family live here or maybe um, just kind of get with each other and chat up in the in the Wolves Discord because they, they the Wolves be going crazy in the chat. They, they share so much information as far as back and forth with each other, their conversations with each other, the, the share of what they have going on. Like the Wolves in the Discord group are probably the littest group on Discord as far as the way they conduct themselves in there. So big shout out to my Wolfpack family for flourishing a good community. Y'all make it what it is. So we will get there, but those are the updates, not a load, but definitely McLaren having the updates galore. I think this time Ferrari having a bit of a stake in that. And also big shout out to Michael B. Jordan, Ryan Reynolds, and for them having a stake in actually Alpine 24%. It's not a small little chump of change. Uh, one, of two black owners ever probably in Formula One history and Michael B. Jordan. So that's something that needs to be consistently talked about. Hopefully Alpine, you know, with all the hoopla going around, maybe they can do something this year. They are definitely not best of the rest. They lost a little bit of footing, but they gained a little bit a couple of GPs ago. So we'll see what happens with them toward the end of the season as well. So you all get ready to see you all tomorrow for the sprint shootout. Hopefully that goes well. Actually, you know, I'll be here like five o'clock in the morning. So see you around five o'clock in the morning. All right, y'all stay up. I will see you soon. Do not forget. Don't forget. I keep telling you F1 minute Monday at 6 p.m. due to the 4th of July weekday. We will go live Monday, 6 p.m. following the Sunday GP Come to the platform, enjoy yourself, have some fun. You have a voice. Come say what you got to say. Come have a good debate. F1 Minute is for everybody, all fans, all people that support any drivers, motorsports, period. 